it's your girl Diamond Drip, bringing you the insights and strategy you need in 15 minutes or less. Last week, I did the Leadership Experience Tour. The main show was on Saturday, but leading up to it were interviews and photo shoots and dress rehearsals paired with lots of networking. I had practiced a fair amount before heading to the tour, but rehearsal proved to throw my brain for a loop. Let me tell you what happened. In the months leading up to the rehearsal experience, I used my teleprompter app, which helped me keep track of my time and that the timer counted up. So around the end of my intro, I knew that I was around a minute and 30 seconds. Around the end of my story, I knew that I was around five minutes. We have 10 minutes total, but we're encouraged to keep our talk in between eight to 10 minutes. If you can do it in eight, it's better. Those details allowed me to rest comfortably into counting up. When I landed onto that rehearsal stage, there was a big red scary timer that counted down from eight. My brain went haywire. Not only was this red timer big and scary, but it was counting in reverse. So my brain at the same time that it was trying to remember the words to say was also trying to stay in alignment with the timer that was counting up that I had been practicing. When I say that my brain shut down, it feels like an understatement. My brain went completely black, so much so that every word I had ever learned ever in life went away from me. I was on stage experiencing one of my greatest fears. What happens if I go blank? What happens if I become a deer in headlights? And as much as I tried to ad lib or even think of something that would help get me back on track with what I had already written, my brain just, I don't know. It took the judges who were giving their critiques to kind of ask me a few questions, which got me out of my head and into thinking about the reason why I even became a business coach in the first place. And from there, it was able to then tie me back into my story and get me back on track with script. Sure enough, I finished my rehearsal and then I got the feedback that was so desperately needed. But one thing that I couldn't help but feel was the fear that was beginning to creep in. It was one of my biggest fears that I would forget my words. And so now that that had happened, I almost didn't even want to go back on stage and try again. But if my life experience has taught me anything, it's to feel the fear and do it anyway. So as I identified my stage fear coming in, I made it a point to not let that be my story. One of the things that I remember Sean Fair saying the most in the events leading up to the big event was that the venue is ours when we get there. We can go where we like. And I did just that. Every time the stage was free, I got back on it because I knew that I needed to become comfortable with that stage and that timer and those settings in order to give my brain the comfort and confidence it needed to show up in the right alignment 
when it was showtime. In addition to making sure that I felt the fear and did it anyway when it came to rehearsing on stage, I also recorded a voice memo the night before I had to do my talk. I'm currently struggling with value. It was one thing when my previous business had a certain set profit margin that I wanted to stay within. It was a product. I knew how much I paid for it. I add my profit margin on top of that. And then you have the total cost. But when I switched to a coaching model, I became almost 100% profit margin. Of course, I have softwares and technology that I use to help me do the job easier. And then I have my team. But at the end of the day, there is no product as such. It's me and the knowledge in my head. And my brain also went haywire with that. So because I know that I struggle with honoring my value, I made a voice memo the night before telling me all the reasons why I know I can do this, why I know my program helps people, why I know that I have value based on my life experience and how that has built me and made me ready for this moment. And I practice one more time before going on stage, and then I listen to the recording. I ended up crying the night before as I was telling myself, pleading with myself to understand how much value I had. Those tears started to come up as I was listening to the recording again. I ended up getting through the recording without crying, but I knew that if I practiced my talk again, I likely would tear up. So I saved it in an effort to not let my makeup get messy. (laughs) Fast forward about a couple of talks after I listened to the recording and did my final run through, it was time for me to shine. And I can honestly say that I crushed it. I remembered all of the words. I did make a slight hiccup in that I tried to repeat something that I normally didn't in rehearsal. But all in all, I feel like it was awesome. And moreover, because I didn't do my practice again, because I didn't want to mess up my makeup. Sure enough, when I was on stage and I got to that part of my talk again, I teared up. But this time, instead of trying to hold it all in, under the pressure of the lights and the audience in front of me, I let it go a little bit. And honestly, I think that it helped me more. For context, this is the part of my talk where I was talking about how for the first time in my life, I felt genuinely happy to be alive. And I remember that moment on stage as I was recalling the moment where I kind of knew that my depression had been healed, that emotion is what showed through on stage. And that was something that I never would have expected to happen on stage, similar to me blanking in rehearsal, but it ended up making my talk that much better. 
I kind of validated my mantra of feel the fear and do it anyway. Because if I had felt the fear and I let it hold me back from practicing, from getting on stage, from recording the voice memo, because I knew that I needed something outside of myself to remind me of my value, without all of these things in preparation to feel the fear and do it anyway, I wouldn't have rocked it on stage. And if you take anything from this podcast episode, just know that on the other side of fear is greatness. It just takes a little discipline, a little commitment. And if you're like me, a little planning, even to the point of insanity, maybe, on how many times you can practice or get better at something or innovate something to make it better, to make you less fearful of presenting it to the world. So again, feel the fear and do it anyway. Until next time.